0: And good morning. And as we are dealing with bandwidth issues yet again, we will not let it stop us. Good morning, everyone. My name is Janice Malillo, a.k.a. Wellness Diva, along with two... And this is Carol Sue
1: aka Nonny Boss live from Vero Beach and of course yes we're having some bandwidth issues but that's not stopping us because we've kind of revamped things. So as you see my cell phone's over here and it's actually recording us or actually going live on Facebook for us for all our viewers on Facebook but we're also recording live for our podcast. Normally we can kind of do this in one big bam but the bandwidths have been very naughty this week and I'm wondering if it's because so much social media is just on fire, I guess would be the right word. But today is Friday, it is fantabulous Friday and I wanna check in with Jan, see how she started her morning and then I'm gonna let you know on what a crazy morning I've already had already. And that is why I've already had three waters so I'm going to seltzer
0: now. There we go, so. Of course, I did my kickboxing. I was a little slow getting up today, but that's okay. Um, Catching up with my sleep, catching up with my rest, a lot of little stuff going on. And I was able to hop on my networking, um, (laughs) excuse me, meeting this morning. And it was really great to, you know, just see those familiar faces again, which I haven't for about two months or so. And yeah, I got a busy day ahead. Um, You know, lots obviously going on with the, um, you know, politics, of course, and, you know, the vice presidential debate, the fly. Uh, (laughs) That fly is getting more uh, airtime than uh, anyone else, I think. What do you think? (laughs) Well, that is so true.
1: And as we chatted about yesterday, it's kind of ridiculous about how much that fly is getting the, the that, that fly is the fly in the fly time. I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, what I will say regarding that is President or Vice President Pence didn't miss a beat, didn't even, I don't even think he realized that it was on him to be honest with you. He was just so, so focused, so in control, so professional, so on point, so articulate that why waste your time? batting a fly. Actually, the fly that he was batting was the one next to, her, to him because she was like swooping in and out like a fly with her sn- snarky, smirky, ridiculous, kind of almost embarrassing laughter at very inappropriate times. So that's kind of how I look at that piece to it. Obviously, hours later, the people that whoever they are in charge of debates, so there must be a committee or you know, whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. And um, so now, I guess the big thing is that they want to, regardless of whether President Trump is cleared by his doctors, from what I understand, I have not checked out the news late at night last night, nor have I watched um, any news this morning, or even got really any big, big news alerts. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. But anywho, they, from what I understand, they've either postponed or canceled. I believe it's actually canceled now. From what I heard, Biden was going to do a town hall, like he kind of did the other night, which was ridiculous. It was set up with you know, pro-Biden people, although they portrayed themselves as something else. But that's another whole story. And I guess I believe that President Trump is ho- actually maybe... Um, hosting a rally, uh, I believe here Saturday in Florida and a couple other places, but I didn't check out the news because uh, we did go to bed kind of early last night. We knew we were getting up early this morning, checking out the sunrise, getting up early, but we had our, I didn't get my power walk in because we had our first lesson with a pickleball pro. Now, for those of you who don't know what pickleball is, it is a combination of badminton, tennis and ping pong. So you have a square. I should actually show you um, the racket. The racket is more of a square. There's no lace in it like tennis and no netting like badminton. It's, it's a flat um, type surface. And there is a special name for the surface. Lordy, I didn't get into that piece to it. But anyways, you, your court is actually smaller than a tennis court. It looks similar to a tennis court, but it's much smaller. And I did not realize that it is the fastest growing sport uh, in the country right now. I did not know that. And I don't know if that's worldwide, but definitely uh, in the United States. The ball that you hit is uh, not like a tennis ball. A tennis ball is very dense and has a lot of bounce to it. These particular balls remind me of a smaller, a little bit smaller, not a lot smaller, but a little bit smaller than a wiffle ball. So it's very light. So obviously wind can be a factor And it really is more about, you know, you pushing it and and hitting it like all the way through, not so much with force than rather uh, kind of finesse of how you're hitting it. So there's there's three serves that you learn, one which is almost like a bowling motion, like if you're to bowl, so it's kind of, you know, you're uplifting the ball, but you don't wanna go obviously too high. The other would be, Correlated and or uh, kind of simulating a, uh, a, 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 the forehand motion of a, of a tennis hit, so uh, it's a combination of you know badminton, ping pong, and tennis. It's just kind of a combination, but again, a shorter uh, shorter court. And the cool thing about it is, they they actually have a pickleball club, which I believe we're going to join if we love the game. And so far, you know, our first lesson went good. Our pro, our pickleball pro was a tennis pro. And she has actually a tennis school in New Hampshire. She's actually a Brit. She's from uh, England, but she came over here. I want to say, I think she said 97. So we found her, uh, you know, through the Vero Beach Pickleball Club. and, And she actually just got back from New Hampshire not too long ago. So we were one of her first lessons uh since she's been back and she thought she said oh my god i can't believe I, you know good you were doing she was very complimentary but also you know telling us what we need to correct uh and how to you know th- there's just all these different rules so it's a little bit different than the rules of say basically tennis um but similar so it's just kind of learning the rules getting um the feel of the stance which is a is similar but different if that makes any sense so we were supposed to do an hour Lesson, and we ended up doing closer to an hour and a half, which was she was great. And then actually another pickleball pro came over, so we could actually have um, you know doubles playing. So that was kind of cool. John and I did good. I would say John's serve is a little bit stronger than mine, although I'm happy just to keep it in the court because I always say I have a bionic arm and that's why I sucked at tennis. But I did better. Um, but the the root, the meat of the game and the way the tennis court is laid out, the upper portion closest to the net is actually called the kitchen and in the kitchen is where you do what's called dinking which is a light a light um, volley and that's the meat of the game really and that's what make that's what makes pickleball pickleball so it's the dinking in the kitchen so new, new new lingo to to learn and so we thought that was kind of funny and when funny thing is when you're playing doubles the the, if you're the team serving, you have to stay behind the tennis line, but also your partner does. So John's used to going up front. You only go up front to the kitchen area when the opposing team is uh, serving. So it's a little bit different, but uh, it went really well. Uh, great activity. We worked up a sweat, obviously. It's, you know, 90, you know, it's gonna be in the high, I think, low 90s today. The humidity up this, we got to see the sunrise, it was absolutely beautiful and the, just the sunrise was gorgeous. So, um, you know, but the cool thing is when we arrived there, there had to have been, and this is not just a game for say retired people. A lot of people think, oh, it's a retirement game. Actually, they had uh, teenagers, college kids play it. And so it's nice that you have a wide variety, uh, but you, they, the way that they do like their championships or whatever is by level and by age. So say if you get into the 50s there's it like goes 50 to 55, and there's five levels. 55 to 60, 60 to 65. So it's nice that you're playing with, if you were to go into you know, the competitive mode, that you're playing with your specific level and age group. So that's kind of cool, but it was fun. We got a great workout. So it's a great way to kick ass our fantabulous Friday to get going. I'm going to finish out my workout in the pool. Uh, yesterday I did some stuff, but today I got to get a better, better workout. And it feels good to kind of get into that routine again. Uh, you know combining power walking with something else, so how did you I mean obviously you 've got your kickboxing going on and i'm sure you 're going to get some power walking a little bit later
0: yes i 'll be taking the dogs for a walk um, after this after this broadcast. Um, as some of you may noticed, I ran away from the screen for just a moment. Somebody was ringing the doorbell um, so I took care of that. But yeah, fantabulous
1: Friday. now I'm going to run. I'm going to run real quick because I want to go get the racket so you can see. So hold
0: on. Okay. So fantabulous Friday. What are you doing this weekend? What are you doing today to kind of, you know, get things going? Um, I will admit um, it was tough getting up this morning. Sometimes that happens. Um, Like I said earlier, you know, catching up with my sleep, catching up with my rest. All good things, though, and I you know was able to get on my networking meeting and just a shout out to all those amazing people Melissa, Bill, Dan, Scott, um, just Melanie, just so many wonderful people um, in that group. And you know, I feel very blessed to be where I am in my life, um, and obviously, that includes everything that is you know, happened the last couple months, and one thing I did say in that meeting this morning was, um, I am blessed, you know, blessed that (laughs) things work out maybe not how we thought or would would want them to, um, but there's always a blessing and a silver lining, so that's kind of, I feel that fantabulous, like, but I feel like I need to get going a little more. So I, and I did get a lot done yesterday. So I'm focusing on all that little stuff, getting my calendar caught up, um, make, you know, following up with my connections, <laughs> excuse me, all of that wonderful stuff. You know, a lot of people have said to, um, Sometimes, obviously, for people who don't know me that do listen to our podcast, I suffer from dry mouth. I've had it for about 15 years now. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I am constantly drinking something. So when I talk a lot, I tend to cough. So I do apologize for that. But you know what? There's blessings in everything, right? What would be one blessing that, you know, maybe obviously this year, this kind of sucks for everyone to a certain degree. What would be one blessing that you could pinpoint and say, you know what, this happened, but out of that came such and you know, something else that really motivated or inspired you to take action in your own lives. And it probably, if I'm guessing, <laughs> also created that ripple effect for you. I like that. I think
1: that's a great question to, to ask our audience. Hold on. I'm just, so I've got the phone over here and it's buzzing at the same time. So I want to make sure it's not interfering. No, it is not. Um, I cannot show you the, the first off. I cannot show you the uh, paddles or the balls because they're in the car and John just left for the gym. So he got invigorated uh, from his work out this morning at pickleball so now he's off to the gym so i will have to show you that but i think that's a great question to pose people because many and i think partly you know people are nerved up you know we we, and i think that's kind of the common theme we've been all nerved up for so long you know when you think about it you know we you know heard this announcement about the virus on you know jan really january 31st let's just You know, that's when travel that's when it kind of you heard little bits and pieces, maybe a day or two before that. But, you know, that's when it really started to kick in that. What do you mean we're You know, and obviously it was just a China and, you know, we're banning travel. And that really was a pinnacle point because you think about it. We were only 31 days into 2020 We were on the 31st day of 2020 when that announcement has been made now Think about, you know, you fast forward, we are now less than 90 days out. We are in our last quarter of 2020. And I think commonly you will hear from different people that have had maybe a bad year. You know, maybe they lost their job, maybe um, they went through a a terrible tragedy, a, a death in the family, whatever it may be. And you would hear, you know, every now and then, I can't wait for this year to be over you know, next year's got to be better. That's was, is a common theme throughout your life that I think everyone can relate to. But to hear a whole country or really a whole world keep chatting about, you know, how 2020, how bad it's been and can it get over with, it can't get over with fast enough, is a different perspective because it's the volume, the vast volume Of so many people being affected, because even if you didn't get the virus, you might know somebody that did. Maybe you're one of those families that you know had that elderly patient that you couldn't see. How traumatic that must have been, not being able to be with your loved one when they passed, or you know maybe you had a family member or a friend that actually recovered, but you your own fear of kind of being that physical support you didn't want to do because you were nervous about catching the virus yourself. So there's were so many, so many emotions. I think 2020 for me and for most people that I know, 2020 with with, you know, put aside the things that went on, I think from an emotional standpoint, that does trickle down like you were talking about into so many areas of our lives. I would have to say 2020 has been emotionally the most roller coaster of emotions ever in a year. Now, we can equate also, say, you know, when 9 11 happened. Um, but that emotion, as tragic as it was and still is, because there's a lot of still ramifications of even first responders succumbing to death because of maybe toxins that they inhaled. That was more of the country uniting, you know, around a tragedy where I think we're being asked to unite with everything that's going on, but because it's an election year, there's the two sides just going at each other that it does trickle down to all aspects of our lives. So I think that's a great question to pose people, like what, you know, what can you do to take 2020 back? Are you going to just chalk it up to, it's been a shitty year, and I can't wait for November 3rd to end, and we move on with our lives, because let's face it, we're not gonna really, I mean, we'll have a good idea on November 3rd, late November 3rd, but we know that there's gonna be some political backlash from either side. I actually chatted with somebody about you know the domino effect and how we can change it to you know make positive things, but you can't do that unless you're accountable, accountable in your feelings, accountable, and being postured in your views so yesterday, I had posed a question because you know what was trending yesterday a lot was besides the debate uh, was also the, who's ever running the debates, you know, were saying that how they were changing them. So that was kind of there. But then it was Nancy Pelosi coming out, kind of cray cray looking, I'm not gonna lie. She had on a orange uh, pumpkin-y mask and, and just the way she was moving, it was just kind of creepy. But her spewing, come back tomorrow, let's chat about the 25th amendment. Now, all the readings that I've done and I've listened to some great uh, experts and then read it, you know, because not everyone reads the constitution. It's lengthy. Let's be real. But her not understanding that she has to have the vice president included, like there's all these pieces. You just can't say, I want to remove the president of the United States. Uh, I touched that. Sorry. You just can't say that. Although she does say it. So that was kind of the chatter. And I thought, How many more hits as a country that, as citizens, we're going to take that's going to trickle down and go into all these different aspects of our lives? When does it ever end? And it's not in our control. Politicians are not in our control. And I asked if there was any Democrat that I knew that was postured enough to, you know, call their party out. Like, the, the, you know, at some point you have to say, I don't want all these trickle downs and these domino effects to, you know, infect and impact my life anymore. But it doesn't stop because you have politicians in office that just keep coming after this president, keep coming after the American people. So I did pose a question yesterday and I did not have, the question was, you know, basically what she was saying is like, she was kind of cray cray, like what this, that particular and I'm not saying it's the whole party, but leaders in that particular party that are not only have been for three and a half years trying to take down this president,
0: but really they're
1: trying to take down the American people. They're trying to take down our constitution. And what I said was, I would like to see someone in, that I know that's Democrat, you know, denounce this nonsense. Because if, if as a Republican or an independent, you can come out and say, hey, Mitt Romney, blah, blah, blah. Bush's, blah, blah, blah. Uh, McCain, you you know, yes, you were a war hero, but, you know, you were part of the deep state. And I find that most independents and most Republicans, definitely independents, because they can go either way, but I find most Republicans can, can come out and call their own party out and do. I don't often see any Democrats that I know that, you know, we could chat or, you know, kind of debate via on social media, but I never hear them calling out their own party. And in particular, you know, what happened at the debate and then obviously the cognitive possible issues that are plaguing Mr. Biden. And I don't see any, I see them making excuses for that or changing the narrative to turn it against President Trump. So I did. I declared. I said, I'd like to have one Democrat that I know on social media, that's a friend of mine or that's following me, to give me an explanation and or why you can't de- denounce this crap. Because it's crazy. Crazy. Have, we're, what, 20 some odd days away from the election and you want to think that you could even shout about the 25th Amendment. And if, if any Democrat doesn't think that's a little really out there, not one, not one. So that tells me that, A, the people that I know that are Democrats are not postured enough to say, you know what, I am, you know, I love my party, I believe in the ideology of my party, but I agree this is, Nancy Pelosi has really gone off the deep end, This this, this is ridiculous, and I have not found any. And that really, that spoke volumes to me yesterday.
0: Oops, had to unmute myself. Um, I'm gonna first start out by chatting about Nancy Pelosi, and I have two words. Smoke screen. They have from day one undermined President Trump, attacked him from day one. Now is he brash, you know, all this other stuff, and we've chatted about that before. There are some things that I do not like about President Trump. From day one, they have undermined our president. They've undermined our constitution. Obviously, they did not expect President Trump to be the president. And they have been undermining him from day one. The news media, all the different news organizations attacking him. The Dems coming up with different things to, you know, the impeachment, the this, the that. And now Nancy Pelosi, go to your grocery store, mu- buy more of that ice cream and smear it all over that face of yours. I, don't know, I think it's too expensive. I'm not sure she should use it as a, as a, as a mud
1: mask. Well, it might help her out because it would be ice cold.
0: I not tell there. you. <laughs> I, oh my God, there are just so many things I can say. But what I will say about this is smokescreen. Come on, people. She cannot, she can chat about the 25th amendment. Absolutely. But did you see how she did it though? I mean, that's, that's what
1: I thought was really. Come come back back tomorrow. 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 Like what? And that's what I, you know, that's what floors me. I mean, and I think if roles were reversed. You know, if that was one of our leaders, I would call them out and say, what is wrong with you? And I think that's the difference. I think Republicans and independents have no issue calling out not only the opposing side, but their own side. I have never heard a Democrat, unless they've actually flipped over, because there's obviously some, some, some major leaders, you know, even... Um, you know, uh, community leaders that have switched their alliances now from from Democrats to Republicans. So yes, they 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 speak out. It's kind of like a. I always think of someone, and I can't think of his name. He's on Fox. Terrell is that his first name? Um, I can't think of his last name. I always think of them, and and Democrat Republican, either or vice versa, as a former smoker, because and 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 this is why it. That sounds weird, right? But if somebody that quits smoking detests the smell of it like, it. like it irritates the shit out of them. They can't stand And then they realize, oh my God, did I smell that bad? Was my breath that bad? Like my clothes, my hair. And they're probably worse than a non, uh, non-smoker. Like calling out a, you know, a former smoker will call out a smoker 10 times more than a non-smoker will. So I do find the passionate people that, especially those that were Democrats that have now decided that they're, they're with this president, they're going to support this president, are that much, they're like passionate on steroids, literally. But I find it very odd that there's not one Democrat that I personally know, and I know a lot of Democrats that are personal friends, we have, we have family members. I've never once heard them. Actually, I take that back. I know one that we chat about um, on the sidelines. I'm not going to mention her name. She's the only one that I've ever heard that would be, is more open to you know listening to both sides. Only one. And I know quite a few that are Democrat. I've got a lot of friends that are Democrat. So I find it very ridiculous that if someone is not serving the people, if somebody's not serving our country, take the party out of it. You should be calling them out. If they're trying to instill more cray cray, how, many, how much more, and I actually said millions yesterday, but it's trillions. When you think of all the money that has been spent and lost at the expense of the American taxpayer taxpayer payer over the last 12 years, the Mueller report was millions, all these investigations, you know, the whole China virus thing that has cost American tax dollars because, you know, some states can't get their shit together and the abuse and the spending of unnecessary things that were also included with these stimulus packages that have cost the taxpayers money. So I don't understand why, and I guess it really kind of goes to that simple line, Democrats stick thick and thin with each other. They don't budge on their ideology, even if they think it's wrong. They won't even come out and admit it. And I find that, When you're postured, you can call out your own party. When you have such conviction of your beliefs and the overall well being of fellow citizens in our country, you become postured. So, you, you, like, I have people coming at me all the time. Oh, Trump did this. Like, the latest was this whole Michigan, this, you know, the six people that were supposedly plotting to um, kidnap her, apparently. And they had said to me, well, you know, it's, it's it Trump incited it. Well, if Trump incited it, he would not have sen- sent the federal agents to res- rescue her ass, number one. Number two, she wasn't kidnapped, thankfully, because I don't believe in that as well. But I joked. I said, hey, Harris believes in bailing out the thugs that do this kind of stuff, Antifa and all that. Can they stop at Pelosi's mansion and pick her up, too, in the whole kidnapping scheme? Obviously, it's a joke. They can't, they don't even have a sense of humor on anything, but they have a sense of humor of a freaking fly.
0: Yep. And on that note, <laughs> the fly wins, okay, by a landslide. <laughs> you, do people still have fly swatters? Like, really? But on that note, you <laughs> know, maybe two sisters should have some fly swatters. John so that, does.
1: John, John has a fly swatter. He, he uh, zap. Oh, my God.
0: Zap a whole lot of happened going on and on that note we have some noise downstairs oh what's going on um i don't know i haven't looked yet <laughs> i'm afraid to but on that note you know it's always so great being here this has been a great comeback week for us and we want to thank all of you um uh, for tuning in and listening in i did see a message and i think it was from Well, actually, from a couple people, and I want to thank them so much for reaching out. And we did have a comment on our Facebook Live about muting each other out when the other one is talking. So I was trying to be mindful of that today, and I I hope we kind of accomplish that. But in any event, my name is Janice Malillo, a.k.a. Wellness Diva on that heart rate monitor. And I am with two...
1: Sisters, and this is Carol Sue Ream, aka Naughty Boss Live from Vero Beach. Feeling my groove, getting my pickleball on, and I'm going to go out and get some swimming and get some movement in, guys. It is Fantabulous Friday. Thank you so much for letting us embark again on a full week of podcasts and lives. Keep in mind, we are still on that, quote, summer schedule, where we are not going to be doing podcasts on Saturday and sunday we're only going to be doing them monday through friday for now we will you know probably change that up in a bit but this was a great way for us to kind of dive back into what we're passionate about sharing you know our good days our bad days our grief our happiness our triumphs and that's when we are all locking arms together that we can all help each other be better people show the best of what humanity is all about and live by the golden rule treating
0: others the way you wish to be treated. And with that, I'm going to toss it back to Jan to close us out. Hey, everyone. Have a fantabulous Friday and let us know your thoughts and comments below. Have a great weekend and we will see you on Monday morning, October 12th. Have a great weekend, everyone. Goodbye. I can't see. Okay, there we go.